0: Hi, I'm Bert Chang, and this is your Peak Daily for Thursday, August 17th, where we cover the biggest stories in Canadian and global business, finance, and tech, all in less than seven minutes. Peak Pals, this is some troubling news. Toronto is so unaffordable that now, charities are helping people with six-figure incomes qualify for home ownership. Though more high earners are qualifying for support from Habitat for Humanity, the tagline of helping executives in need may not take off as they intended but it really does put into call into question the housing crisis that we have going on right now where even high income earners are having trouble or feeling locked out of the housing market and you can only imagine what working people actually feel as housing prices continue to go up anyways not to start the episode off on a gloomy note but it is interesting to see how broad the impacts of the housing crisis are otherwise we've got a great episode for you today for our first story Canadian Cannabis Eyes Germany for our second story. Google is turning Bard into a life coach. And for our last story, Tinder wants you to pay for better matches. For our first story, more Germans could soon be putting down the Stein of Pilsner in favor of der marijuana ziggurat, as they say in Frankfurt, as the country approaches recreational legal weed nationwide. Now that's because Germany's cabinet passed a bill legalizing the recreational use and cultivation of cannabis. Once the bill passes through parliament, which should happen later this year, pot will become legal in the EU's biggest economy. The legislation would allow adults to possess up to 25 grams of pot, acquired as a member of not-for-profit cannabis clubs, and grow up to 3 plants at home if they choose to. This so all it matters because Canadian pot producers are hoping that Germany can offer the industry a lifeline. Recent earnings show major players, including Canopy, Aurora, and Tilray, are still struggling to achieve profitability amidst supply concerns and a persistent black market. A major problem facing producers is oversupply, which Germany could solve with demand from a market twice the size of Canada's. Canada is already Germany's largest supplier of medical marijuana, and many producers have already made inroads in the country. It's a match made in Duby heaven if Germany actually allows pot imports. Even after the bill passes, foreign imports of recreational weed will remain illegal so as not to stir issues with less pot-friendly neighbors. Now, next, producers are hopeful that this will eventually change as other EU countries grow more receptive to pot and Germany is forced to turn it to imports to meet a projected demand of 400 tons annually. For our second story, you're probably already letting AI autocomplete your sentences or choose what you watch next on Netflix, but would you lean on a chatbot to give you life advice? Driving the news, per the New York Times, Google is testing new tools that could turn generative AI, the technology that powers chatbots like OpenAI's ChatGPT and Google's own Bard, into a life coach that advises on everything from your dating life to your career. This matters because while releasing a chatbot with coaching capabilities might seem like technology is uncomfortably creeping across personal boundaries, AI is already being used to help decision-making that was once and not too long ago reserved for humans. Companies already use AI to make decisions around hiring, promotions, and salary increases, as well as predict and fulfill customer demand for their products. Courtrooms are starting to use AI to analyze evidence to make better decisions. Earlier this year, a Colombian judge admitted to using ChatGPT to even rule on a case. But Google's AI safety experts have warned of the dangers of people becoming emotionally attached to chatbots. If people take life advice from AI, they could grow too dependent and experience diminished health and well-being and a quote-unquote loss of agency. For instance, Brian Johnson, an entrepreneur who spends $2 million a year trying to reverse his age, hopefully lets an algorithm make all of his day-to-day health decisions. Which brings us to the bottom line. It's too early to say whether Google will release these tools, but the company's growing willingness to trust AI systems with sensitive tasks could be a slippery slope. For our third story, are you a lonely heart? Do you have some serious cash burning a hole in your pocket, but aren't famous enough to get on Raya? Well, you might be in luck. Tinder is launching a premium membership tier with a potential price tag of $500 per month, possibly including features like a personalized concierge service. After Tinder parent company Match Group saw success with The League, a premium dating app it acquired last year, it's doubling down on the growing market opportunity. And it matters because Tinder's shift into premium offerings and its ongoing brand refresh is a sign of the fatigue that has crept into an increasingly saturated world of online dating. A recent survey found that 78% of online daters aged between 18 and 54 experienced some degree of emotional burnout. So now, avoiding that burnout is a premium perk. To zoom out, other apps are expanding their paid offerings too. Hinge recently rolled out its first subscription plan, and Bumble has started offering curated profiles to premium users. But a volume-first approach is tried and proven. So whether users will pay up for theoretically higher quality options will depend on whether these apps will actually deliver on their promise, especially as paid user numbers start to dwindle at Tinder. Peak Pals, thanks for making us the most listened to business news podcast in Canada. If you've got a second, why not follow this podcast on your app of choice and leave us a review? And if you want more Peak, make sure to subscribe to our daily newsletter at readthepeak.com. Thanks so much, Peak Pals, and have a great day.